0: hello everyone hello hi guys um this is our first zoom cast first zoom cast second quar cast yeah the first one um was just me with a microphone up to a speaker now we're trying to do it legit style (laughs) we're doing it how come town's doing it you know. Someone said, "Oh, it was sort of like delightfully scrappy," and I was like, "I while I respect that and it is my ideal, maybe let's try for the real thing." Yeah, we don't mind being delightfully scrappy, and I think we both are. <laughs> if if but, I don't, yeah, but if we can if we can maintain that sort of vibe, but still <laughs> be a little <laughs> legit. I don't Yeah. That's ideal. That's ideal. Um, cool. Well, I guess, uh, oh, uh, this is F.O.H. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a service industry podcast, uh, for the moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's right. All the restaurants are closed and probably half of them will not be reopening. Yeah. We're all going to be working at Bennigan's down in North Carolina um for sure for sure looking forward to a uniform I think it'll be relaxing um t- to put on a I love chain restaurants but I have never really wanted to work at a chain restaurant well now's your chance so a dream sure. um yeah. anyways I'm Lillian Devane <laughs> I'm Kelly Sullivan and uh yeah, we're two unemployed service ex-service industry people. It's a mm-hmm. thrilling concept, if you can uh if you can imagine. Yeah, that. we're we're two <laughs> unemployed. Uh living off government checks kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean not yet, but hopefully one day I'll get a check in the mail would be tight. Yeah, I signed up for direct deposit and I'm sort of waiting on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I guess instead of service stories, we can just say what the fuck we've been doing. I don't know how, (laughs) um, yeah. And I don't know how, how have you been Kelly? What have you been doing in your time here on earth? Um, I'm okay. I, uh, I would say the biggest struggle is that, um, loyal listeners know I'm obsessed with getting my steps in, you know, and um, so it's been a lot of long walks around the neighborhood, a lot mm-hmm. of runs. Yeah. Um, but the weather has not been that agreeable. Well, so. if you just pretend like I did, that it's sort of like kind of a misty, the misty English moors and you're mm. going on a long walk to, you know, Cross the properties, you know, then sure. it's a little more exciting. Uh, um, maybe I'll to, maybe I'll go to the graveyard by my house. Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. Graveyard visits, I think. Um, I've been enjoying sort of like the the media that that spurs from Jane Austen's tales because mm-hmm. their life is very much like ours. Um, the ladies, yes. the ladies of the the early 18 you know 1800s they're maybe playing piano for maybe 45 minutes they are taking long walks yes worried about disease you know and money money and uh prop you know all that stuff so i feel yeah. right you know yeah i saw that you watched persuasion oh i watched persuasion oh baby did i watch persuasion yeah this one i've never seen uh, it's it's good it's great because um sort of purposefully they didn't wear makeup it's not super like pretty i mean it's like a, a nice looking movie but it's not like you know it's not keira knightley and fucking cutting cheekbones across country I love that one I love that one no um it's like people kind of have fucked up teeth and they're like not gorgeous but it's just so relatable you know so the woman (laughs) the 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 main character is you know she's getting on in years but still, Mm. still is the object of of affection you know I can really get behind that message so Sure, sure, um, absolutely. I know this is something like the couple privilege married privilege has never been in starker relief mm. than uh, me alone, possibly for the rest of my life, <laughs> and that might not even be a long time That could be true for seventy years, and it could be true for I don't know the next three weeks Ellie. Just saying. Not nice to say. You're not alone. We have Zoom. (laughs) 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 That is so true. We'll always have Zoom. That's the new Casablanca. We'll always have Zoom. I don't even have someone to have cyber sex with. That's not do they call it that anymore? I can't imagine so. <laughs> I would love for you to enter the world of like online sex, I but like, call it cyber. Like, are you, Hey, do you want a cyber? You want cyber. <laughs> hey, you want a cyber? I have been, um, every, every once in a while, I still get a hinge notification that someone's liked me on hinge. Mm-hmm. And every time I want to be like, do you like read the news? People, but we know that people now more than ever crave the human touch. That's bad. I know, but that's what makes it even more. (laughs) That's why it's the perfect time for me because now we can all get excited about just the touch of a gloved hand. Do you know what I mean? Like every, every little thing is now a thing, which is like my favorite way to exist. Okay. Well I'll let you know if any gloved hands are touching <laughs> anytime soon. It's the small, like almost imperceptible connections with people that are now coming to the forefront. It's my time to shine. Subtle banter is all people can get off on now. It's incredible. <laughs> what a time to be alive, I say. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I mean, I will say that I need gossip now more than ever. So if anyone has anything they want to tell me please reach out. I'm fucking dying without the gossip of this of this city. Yeah. I mean there's definitely going to be a lot of breakups as soon as Quar is unleashed and yeah. as soon as it's from Quar. I'm going to Something bad, something bad is going to happen when quarantine's over. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. It has to. There's, You can't unleash people like us into the wild. There has to be, there should be an intermediate section of this quarantine thing where you go to, like, a glass area where you kind of see people. Maybe you can smell them. And then you're released totally from quarantine. Right, like right. Immediate stage because if it's just from bad and bad, it's like a halfway house. Like you need a halfway. <laughs> we house. all need. I think extroverts need a halfway house, or this city's going to burn down to the ground. I was thinking about that. That I was like, I wonder if like group sex is going to be more pop, If there's going to be like an upswing in group sex, just because people are going to be like, this is awesome, right? They, like, right. Just gonna, people like, get... just to have multiple people in one room in and of itself is a thrill. <laughs> sure Um, yeah 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 yeah. no i could see that yeah it's gonna be murder is gonna go way up um i hope not i hope everyone's just so happy to see each other we'll see kelly we'll see (laughs) we'll see about that (laughs) oh boy Um, i know i don't know man um yeah, it's kind of nice not having a job, though, but it's going to be really scary in, like, two weeks. I, I love think. not having a job, and everyone is talking about, oh, I'm going to apply to Trader Joe's, like, da-da-da-da-da. i am like, what? Like, the, and then get back to work in two weeks. I'm like, the not working is the only cool thing about this. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, I w- I would do anything to be able to make a drink right now." I was like, "Are you fucking out of your mind? First of all, just make one, dummy." Yeah, done. Um Yeah, I don't want a virtual bartender. Don't ask me. I don't want to do any of this shit. I want to do my own fucking thing in my own home like I've always wanted to do, and I'm doing it now. So, uh. anyways. Um I guess let's just should we talk about our subject? Oh yeah yeah yes. Cool. Um, that's like how long we would usually bitch about somebody ordering a second entree or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot! How dare you? Kant wants it on the side. It's like she doesn't even fucking know how this works. Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> um, it's a very interesting. Like, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, don't say anything interesting on the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. <laughs> they get morsels from us now. Um, okay, so while we, while we struggled to think about what the fuck we're going to talk about um, in these insane times, um, we were like, why don't we talk about one of the women who kind of an inspiration for all of this. Oh yeah. Okay. Big um, uh, which is uh, typhoid Mary or Mary Mallon who, um, yeah, who we mentioned before, but um, we're going to go kind of a deep dive, just a fun, let's not talk about how DoorDash employees are getting screwed over and are dying. Let's talk about something else. Um, Mary Mallon born 1869, Northern Ireland. What a nice. place, What a place to be. What a place to be. Um, she came to New York when she was a teenager um, to start her life anew with her aunt and uncle, um, as as many people do. Did. And do. <laughs> and do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we have this Irish cook, hot. Actually, she was kind of hot. Did you see all the drawings of her? Yeah. She was, and also, um, did you see, there's, like, one picture of her when she's in, when she's in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, she's, striking. Yeah, no, she's. I would say that Irish women, very rarely can you describe an Irish woman as, like, beautiful. But you can <laughs> say she's striking. Striking or handsome, I think, works. Handsome. Yeah. It's like, I know, my face is too Irish. Like, you're just like, oh, she's very She's very handsome. Not that special <laughs> something. Um, She's got little zest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle in the eye. Whatever, twinkle in the eye. Je ne sais quoi, because that's French and they're beautiful. It's something else. Um, it's something, whatever that is, you like completely unintelligible. <laughs> so um, I would say just as a quick little, I would say this story in this tale, a true tale of this woman's life, I would say landlords are bad <laughs> no that that's a pivotal point in mary Mallon's story where a landlord is truly evil uh and i would say what else is bad all the wealthy people it's a story it's so it's so fucking relevant i could scream kelly i could fucking scream. i know i know okay just want to say it's not we're just choosing something oh you know whatever we're, we're st- we still got it guys is what i'm saying okay still, we still got it um, yeah. so basically what happened is um she's working as a cook she's cooking she's actually really good so she gets this is like one of the higher paying jobs you can get as an irish immigrant as kelly mm-hmm. knows um yes <laughs> we're still we're still describing <laughs> And I want that on the record. Irish were slaves too. Irish need not apply. Still tacked up all over New York City. You wouldn't believe it. It's you would crazy. not believe it. It's crazy. It's uh, <laughs> horrible. I'm going to, that's a great prank. Okay. Um, Hacking <laughs> that on all of these restaurants that are closed. As soon as they reopen. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. To like um wheat paste that on like yeah. every <laughs> restaurant that opens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're doing it. Uh yeah, we're doing it. Don't tell to- <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't tell. Anybody. Um <laughs> so she um is ends up cooking. She cooks for all of these kind of high ranking people. The case that kind of what ha- the thing that broke it all um open was that she was working in this vacation house. Um, in the bay,
1: in oyster, oyster
0: bay, oyster uh, down in oyster bay. That's what Cole Porter said. What is it? Uh, you know the Cole Porter song that's like oysters down in oyster bay. Sure, do it. sure, sure. yes. So imagine that song's playing. So <laughs> they were like, "It's a little on the nose. We're on oyster bay. You don't have to play the oyster bay song." They said, "We're wealthy bankers, and we actually, do ironically, well, mm, is that ironic? No, Um did you read that initially so this family in oyster bay gets sick yeah and initially the medical inspector thought that it was bad clams that yes. had gotten <laughs> had they eaten the oysters maybe this wouldn't have happened okay think about kind it. clams oyster bay <laughs> clams, clams oysters Wow. You should be detective Kelly. These are, this stuff isn't adding up and you are on it. Okay. I I am. Um, So so this guy, um, basically the landlord of this vacation house gets freaked out that people aren't going to lease his place anymore because this wealthy family got super, super sick. Um, so he hires, and this is such a funny distinction that I read on the internet. He hires a freelance sanitary mm-hmm. engineer. What the fuck is that? Why I don't. That's that's who I just described as medical inspector. Well, I don't, neither of those jobs make sense to me. So that's what he is. His name's George Sofer. Um, and so he just starts being a little fucking narc detective for this landlord. <laughs> <laughs> and tries to trace like it's a real who done it of boring people's kitchens and food, yes, but I think that um it's also because like germ theory was still so new, like like the idea that that what was his job title uh a sanitary engineer is like that's very interesting because it's like you. Like, you get sick, and it's just, you're literally like, what the fuck was that? I have to literally hire a detective to figure out how I got sick. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's It was a weird time. And also, as we'll find out, or I can just tell you right now, because who cares? <laughs> <laughs> right now. As we'll find out now. As I already know, but you are, are soon to find out. Uh, um. No, but but no. this was one of the first ever... Nobody understood what an asymptomatic carrier was. Yes. And this was what it was. And so everyone was like, we're looking for someone who's been super sick with typhoid fever and making fucking peach ice cream that wasn't there. So then the, this George guy said, let me take it a step further. Also, can I tell you, I made up a little scenario in my mind that George... Kind of slowly fell in love with Typhoid Mary as he was kind of like hunting for her all over the city. I okay. Should essentially. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. A real cat and mouse, if you will. Yes, 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 yes. But so much at stake, Kelly, the cat and mouse. Um, so he. Well, there's a lot at stake for the mouse always. Thank you. And thank you for saying that. That is so true and important. Rent, for- rent strike, rent strike. You know what I mean? Yeah, I again really was hoping something would come of that before I had to take my own action. Well, it just I just got an update on the bill that it did something good just happened with it. So. Okay, great. Yeah, cuz I signed the thing online. I'm like what else am I supposed to do? Mm. anyways, um the other the other part of this is that typhoid was thought of as a poor person's disease uh it's from you know lack of basic sanitation so all these rich people are like i'm sorry why the fuck do we have typhoid they were freaking out that's a whole big part of it too Um, which is again interesting because hand washing is like of relatively recent advent in in like the timeline of history but particularly at this time the turn of the century Hand washing wasn't basically popularized in the medical field until the 1850s, because doctors were like to insinuate that we're dirty is very disrespectful, mm-hmm. and they were like, we don't need to wash our hands because we're clean. That's hey, that's wrong, guys. I don't know <laughs> what you were thinking. Okay, hey, you you got, still- can, I, can I talk to you? <laughs> talk to you? Very wrong let me pull you aside That's, um, you're like screaming in one of those medical theaters like hey doc you know hey doc wash your hands it's back to the future except it's me and I'm talking to a doctor i get my electric guitar out and i'm like <laughs> get a load of this new soap or whatever okay um your kids are gonna love it so yes She's found out. Essentially, George, genius, frankly, figures it out. He traces well, it back to her. Seven out of eight families that she had worked for had gotten typhoid. So, both genius and that's a that's a real numbers game. You know, it's true. I mean, I guess genius for the purposes of my fictionalized story. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about the love. I forgot about the the, uh-huh. the romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the romance. Um. So she's basically sentenced by the New York Department of Health to uh, to be quarantined. She's yeah. sent to an island. Um, well, first of all, he tries to get like all of her samples from her, and she's like, "No, what are you talking about?" Or rather, "No, what are you talking about? I'm not even sick." Um, yeah, because she's like, "What are you?" Because supposed- he wants to biosurveil her, huh? So, which is our, also very prescient. It's true. Our girl Mary was like, "That's what Bill Gates wants to do to us." Okay. Okay. Um. So, our girl Mary was like, "Don't fucking touch my urine, you sick fuck." No, but they fight her and eventually figure out that she tested positive for typhoid or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, And they send her to live on an island in like north of, off the Bronx shore or something with a dog, which is crazy. Um, (laughs) Which, I mean, sounds... North Brother Brother Island. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's where she Mm -hmm. was. Um, Off the shore of the Bronx. Here's another twist, Kelly, that maybe, I don't know if you found this in your research, which was watching Drunk History, but... um, (laughs) That was part of my research. (laughs) No, I'm not. That's real. Um, She sued while she was in there. She sued the city for, for containing her. And people were like, wait a second. How does she have money to sue all this stuff? Sue all the city, hire a lawyer, whatever. She's an Irish cook. But then a lot of people think that William Randolph Hearst Mm-hmm. bankrolled it to keep the juicy story going in the paper because this was a huge media thing everyone was like oh my god gave her the typhoid mary nickname it was all over the papers this woman's killing rich people it was like the the press had a field day as they say yes um but i love the the fucking Hearst. uh Part of this—it's it, this has everything, you know. It really does. <laughs> this has everything. This story has it all, folks. um Well, you know, he was the which McCall Rosebud. What Rosebud? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good boy fact. Ugh. I'm, Anyways, just, I'm just saying. Oh my god. It's so depressing what men are impressed by. But yeah, go on. mean Hurst is a good boy fact. Okay, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so eventually, after what, like two years or something, Kelly? Yeah, two or three years. <laughs> are you looking at your phone right now? I how would I be looking at my phone? I'm I'm using my phone to talk to you. I was looking at my cuticle. Trick question. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I have Twitter like on a tiny screen. Yeah. <laughs> Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> hearts. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> she she gets left. They, they let her out. Um, what is it? <gasps> it's your cat. My cat. She came to visit. Hello. Um. Anyway, so she. But she does eventually. They they do release her eventually. Yes, on the condition that she <laughs> won't <laughs> work in a kitchen anymore. Um. Which has problems, Uh, one, is that it's the highest paying job you can get, and you're essentially telling someone that they have to work for less money, because they're a fucking carrier, which is weird. And two, she didn't really understand what was going on, or just didn't believe it, and was like, fuck you, why are you, like, this doesn't make sense to me, I'm not even sick, etc. Which, again, this was the early 1900s, people were, I don't know what they were doing, wearing... Yeah, corsets that stuff. Weird boots, you know, that were ugly. So they didn't know about germs. They didn't know about germs. And also, you could, it was um, very easy to lie then, which is what she did. She just said, (laughs) okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then she said, cool, my name's Mary Brown now, and I'm a cook again. (laughs) Yeah, just change the last name, which, you know not wouldn't be my advice but she she started thinking again yeah she Mary Brown um and again people died this time in a hospital maternity ward um yeah. and they were like ha-ha, you're typhoid mary not knowing that she actually was typhoid yeah mary. she for real was <laughs> um and then the city was like okay guess what babe you got to <laughs> go back <laughs> yeah. um, I think it happened like two more times or something, which is crazy. But essentially she was isolated for 26 years and died by herself in 1938, which is bonkers. It's so fucking crazy. Also, I read that all of these other people had killed more other asymptomatic carriers. Don Tony. Yeah, a fucking Italian got away with this shit. And just yeah. because she was Irish, and that's right, and, that's yes, right. Yes, I'm reading that IRA book, so I'm with you. Yes, I am. Um, well, a lot of people were like, she was like an Irish woman. She was single. She was, you know, working class, and that's why she was this perfect like target of everyone's fear, you know. And they were like, yeah, for sure. You know. It's uh-huh. also like it's. It's interesting because like, as medicine was like developed and modernized, like the ethical questions that came with that, like mm. that's, that's precedent, you know what I mean? Like it is actually very relevant to this time because it's like, what is, like, how do we understand the state's role in protecting the sure the broad community but also in protecting individuals Mm -hmm. and their answer to mary was literally lock her up in seclusion for 26 years so crazy so crazy also apparently she obviously was a good cook guys (laughs) but Ah. she didn't wash her hands very well that's not her fault well, they said that all the the thing that was really doing it was uh, this ice this special dessert she made which was ice cream with raw kids yeah. which the raw she wasn't washing her hands the raw yeah fruit. that's i read that too that it basically they said that a normal cook might have this and might be an asymptomatic car- carrier but you heat the food up to a certain temperature and it, it pasteurizes it essentially right it makes it eat but mary it was in the danger zone as everyone with a food mm-hmm. handler knows She should have taken that test she was in the danger zone. she she was right off the island the i road. had to go to the bronx to take it she was hello nearby. <laughs> nearby and you know what they give you the answers if you come early mary See? you gotta go early to the test and they tell you what temperature to leave pork out okay and for how long yeah, and I'm, you- I'm telling you <laughs> Just go early, babe. Yeah, it's sorry, it sucks. Like it literally sucks, but you just have to do it, and then it's over. You do it one time. Yeah. <laughs> does everyone know that trick with the food handler's license? I think so. Yeah. You just go. Early. Nobody, nobody I know had to get that except me, and I was like, "Why does everyone? Why do I have to get?" I mean, I know why, but my boss was a fucking psycho. But um. Anyways. <laughs> Do you have yours? No. no. Ah. Well, anyways. Um, yeah. Hey, I study up while I'm in quarantine. Maybe uh, study up and I can, uh, you know. Definitely don't pass the time reading about. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Imagine. Watch <laughs> fucking heat or whatever. I um, come out. I'm like, so if we're going to use 11, 3, and 7, or whatever the chemicals are, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More. oh my god I really uh, we were due for DOH and I whatever I don't even want to think about it um I just, it is go ahead it's just uh, this is what I was going to say earlier it's like I think besides like whether restaurants open back up but it's like also becomes the like moral question I think Lillian and I have both talked about this that like um whether it's, like, just to serve rich people for money is, like, always something that kind of weighs <laughs> on my mind. But it's, like, now, like, now that the, the wealthy and certain members of the middle class as well are really kind of showing their cards. So this is for Mary and us both, you know? Yeah. Can we return to that life? Yo, I don't know. I don't know either. In a, in a real sense, like I don't know if I can like turn around after all this and be like, okay, I'm I'm fine with it. I'll stomach it. I know. I mean, one of my bosses has been messaging us, um, like you know, industrial manufacturing job links and like errands to run for his rich friends. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe don't text all of the people you laid off without severance or PTO or anything. Like, you know, just things were not, I can't, I don't know how to use an industrial sewing machine. I don't know how to manufacture medical equipment. Just these like, it's just like their idea of what our lives are like is just So beyond wrong, like insane to me. It's crazy. It's nuts. And I mean, I always knew that, but now especially I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, guys, can you step in for one second? And I'm not just talking about my, but I'm talking about as a whole. I'm just like, you can't even do the right thing when it's like so publicly would be easy for you to do the right thing right now. Like to be a fucking amazing leader for like a second, even if you don't mean it, you piece of shit. Yeah, look what they're doing to Cuomo, who's doing an objectively bad job. You know what I mean? Like doing like one good thing right now gets you so much good press and so much goodwill. It's a fucking thing like, But they're too selfish to even think about. Go Like, they're so selfish that even the high reward, that small, small, small thing that you would give up for the such greater reward, they're so selfish. They can't even, they can't even give up that tiny inch. Right. It's crazy. They're so dumb. It's also just like really highlighted how fucking dumb they are. So it makes me so crazy how dumb they are. I'm like, I can't believe I'm working for people who are this fucking dumb. It's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. It's shocking that, um, it's also, I mean, just off of go again, back to typhoid Mary, my friend, uh, works at Estella in the city and one of the Hearst, like children or grandchildren or whatever, like some member of the Hearst family gave like 10 grand to their GoFundMe. And it's crazy too that this stupid system that we've installed in this country is just the fact that the Hearst family, a hundred plus years later is still one of the richest families in the I United States So, know, know. is actually a crazy indictment of, the systems in this country. Yeah, of course. I mean, <sighs> I paid to go tour the Rockefeller Mansion. It was sick, but they are a disgusting family. They're fucking criminals, all of them. Oh, yeah. Obviously. The only good one is Carol Ratswell because she went on Real Housewives. That's a fact. And that's a fact. <laughs> oh, man. I do recommend that Rockefeller tour though. It's if you want to talk to old people while you're like looking at an old kitchen, really, really fun stuff. Um, I was the youngest person by probably 40 years. So anyways, is there anyone more chill than a docent of a home? Oh my God. They're so chill. They're so down to talk. You inevitably are obsessed with them by the end of it because they sort of reveal themselves slowly over a tour. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, I'm going to. Anyway. Yeah. Um, is, that enough? is that enough for you people? No fucking enough. Oh, wait. Let's do some patrons. Oh, yeah. Once again, guys, it is actually so sweet and so nice that you guys are being our patrons while we go through this, muddle through this. I know. Thank you. It's really, it's really touching. We love it. Um, And, um, yes, let's go through some now, shall we, Kelly? I love. Okay. Um, We have Stuart. Yay, Stuart. Thank you. A friend of mine from elementary school. Fun fact. Wow. I know. He's the best. Thank you, Stuart. Um, we have Anna. Thank Anna, you. Anna, thank you. God bless. Um, yeah, Brian, a real hero of ours now. Mm-hmm. Now. Starting now, from starting now. today is a hero. Um, we have sweet, sweet, sweet Ira. Thank you. Ira. We love Ira. We love you, Ira. You know that. You've been an appearance on this podcast before. Well, oh. Yes, it's true. And a tale I told. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina. Nina Garcia. Sweet. That's not Nina's last name, by the way. We would never reveal. Um, no, except for one time I did. Yeah, and well, we, we are learning. Um, Nina, you're an angel. I'm sure of it. And for this. That this was is- a reference to Heidi Klum saying Nina Garcia's name on Project Runway. Oh. Nina Garcia. I'm sure. <laughs> He's German and then Garcia. It's kind of interesting, kind of fun. Yeah, I'm sure some people who are listening can relate to that story. <laughs> um, Christopher, we have Christopher. Chris, thank you. What thank a, you. a. Yeah, hats off. Um, and Lena <laughs> as well, you know, um, just a wholehearted thank you. That's to, so true. To Lena, a wholehearted thank you. And lastly, we have Madeline, a sweet, sweet name. Okay, um, but anyways, thank you all so much. It It is very sweet to see. What's happening with your sound? Uh, I was picking up my cuticle once again, so I was shifting it around in my hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, thank you guys so much. Um, hopefully this sounds okay, and was a decent uh, substitution. Mm-hmm. and for the for the new five dollar patrons you'll get an extra podcast for the new ten dollars you got weekly newsletter mm-hmm. too many newsletters one was coming say. to yahah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah um thanks so much guys and we will talk to you soon all right, all right. see ya